little bonus Astley on the heels of the vending machine burrito that I attempted to eat this morning that was a huge failure. I kind of disagree. Did well, come. Got us 15 solid minutes right out the gate. <laughs> well, true. Got you guys an orange. Good content, less good on my palate. You you saw what was on that plate, right? Do you still think it was a good idea? I think at some point you were going to try it, period. There's not going to be a burrito inside that fridge for a month, and you're not walking by it every single day saying, Fair. at some point I'm going to try it. I, I am team burrito, so it was just a matter of time before I did pull the yeah. trigger, and today was the day. I would not have tried it. Here's here's an ass Lee. Would you rather eat the vending machine burrito or eat spicy food for the rest of your life? Like, I'm, I'm assuming abnormally spicy food, like no, off take, the charts. Take the burrito. I think so, too. Yeah, take the burrito. Because there's Granted, I'm going to put hot sauce on it, but... <laughs> yeah, but there's, you know, you can control that. Yeah. Let me just tell you this, Drew, you don't, you don't want that thing. If you ever run across a damp-slash-moist vending machine burrito, keep it I moving. I think if I'm, if I'm right on this, isn't that pretty much like a gas station burrito? So I've eaten the gas 7-Eleven, station burritos. 7-Eleven, like so one the, of those? This, yes. So the, the gas station-slash-7-Eleven 7 burrito that comes in a little plastic bag that you open the plastic bag, you slide it in, it's not good necessarily, but it's also, you can eat it. You can mm-hmm. finish it. Mm-hmm. Like the potato and green chili one with shredded beef, not the end of the world. I'm just saying, I think it's called like the big bomb or the something. Bomb, the yeah. bomb, yeah. The bomb, yeah. Taylor knows. You you, you get the big <laughs> Both bomb. Of you, you the bomb. Put, <laughs> you got to put hot sauce on it. Yeah. That's your, that was your mistake Well, hot today. sauce, you got to put on. You got to put hot sauce everything. on most things. But even the burrito, the big green bomb, I think is what it's called, yeah. or the bomb, you can get through it even without hot sauce. It, there's just enough stuff in it to survive. This was... I'd have to be on a desert island with nothing but vending machine burritos. <laughs> All right, a quick shout-out here. ESPN LA and Subaru have teamed up to recognize and award a student scholar-athlete $2,500 in cash. For all you high school coaches and parents, nominate your child or student who have excelled in the classroom and on the field. He or she needs to be a high school senior who has a 3.2 GPA or higher and playing a sport. All you got to do is go to ESPNLA.com. That's ESPNLA.com to make your nomination today. What a cool program. What a great partnership with Subaru. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. So one more little bonus Ashley for you. This is from Chris Holmes, and he writes, I'm the singer-guitarist in a classic rock cover band, the Drakes, go Drakes, uh, and for a wedding on Saturday, per the, bi- the bride's request, we are playing I Feel Like a Woman go, by girl. Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. It's in Texas, Lee. Would you like to come with me? <laughs> that sounds amazing. I would be... I'd be lying to you if I didn't say Saturday, randomly on Saturday, we're about to go to dinner and, you know, we're listening to some music, YouTube is on, whatever it is. I threw Shania Twain on. I threw <laughs> did her you on. really? Yeah, I did. Did you bump, bump, bump? It wasn't that bump, one. Bump, bump. I'd, have to find, I'd have to find which one it is. Tim, I don't, do does favor, she have bro. others or does she just play Come live? So don't, do that. Pitt. don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Her. I'm asking. Jesus. I'm asking if she has other. It's the I'm only one I know. Don't impress me much. It was that one. <laughs> that's the so you're Brad Pitt. <laughs> that's Brad Pitt's in that. That's the whole thing. She's like, oh, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. She's oh. a baller in that song and in that video. <laughs> she is. Don't worry, Taylor's how, funny. It. How old were you? Twelve. 
Probably 12, 13, something I, like I, that. I, I, in a cheetah I, suit? I love... She's in the cheetah suit. Okay. I, I'm, you have no, my attention. Listen, listen. <laughs> Trav, I, I, I'm, Look, I'm not dismissing at it. At some point, I'm going to send you this video, and you're going to start watching. You'll be 10 seconds in. Next thing you know, you're six minutes in, and you're like, I'm going to watch it again. Watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> the little circle with the arrow on it. Give me that again. Replay. Again, replay. That's it. There you go. She just kills it. This see, I'm glad we're on YouTube today because you can see it. you got a little twinkle in your yeah. eye as she's singing for twin. you. I feel like she's singing. Me and it Emily to you. are both like this. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah, I know this one. Yeah, I've heard this one. She's got two. She's got more than two. Okay, <laughs> hit me. What's the third? I here's the funny thing. I need to hear the songs. I don't know the name of the songs. I believe you. When she said what she said, I was like, oh, you know, that's the yeah, one. that one. Yeah, that was any one. man of mine. This one. Yeah. It's another good one. <laughs> Another good Such one. No, I swear. Play it. Play it. Any man of mine. No, these, these no, are. You're, you're gonna know you, this you, one. You, you can't. You can't tee him up like that, right? Uh, You've heard this. I don't think I have. It's one of her more popular songs too, right? I don't know this one. Yeah, no? it's got a fiddle part too. It's got a what? A fiddle, fiddle part. Oh, fiddle. I thought you said Phil. I'm like, how do I, how am I supposed to know who Phil is? Like, <laughs> like Phil Donahue? Phil Knight? What are we talking about here? Phil Collins. Phil, Phil Necro? Like, what are who? Phil who? Fiddle. Tell him, Shania. Yeah. All right, we did it. The, the other one I didn't know. We went chicken cheese burritos oh, wait, to Shania. Wait, turn it up. Yeah, no, this is... I do know this one. Yeah, this is... Yeah. I think... Maybe it just sounds like the other ones. I don't know. I... <laughs> I I, tell you, I thought I had it for a minute. I don't no. think I don't know that. I don't think I know <laughs> That's that. That's awesome. Because yeah, I think I no. No, it was that. Uh, uh. <laughs> like the it's there's that that melody. I think is in every country song or something very very similar. Probably. <laughs> they talk about Saturday night drinking cold beer and hanging on the tailgate of a truck. I guarantee you that's in there, too, at some point. It's Friday night. Come on. It, is it Friday night that they talk yeah, about? Yeah, that's high school football, you know. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Learn something new. Um, Jalen Ramsey, by the way, you said yesterday, I hope he has a pocket. He does. He did it in the back of a very nice vehicle. Emily and I were trying to figure out exactly <laughs> like where he is. It's Driving over potholes, too. It, it, yeah, and he's bouncing around. It's, is he on a network or anything? It's, or is I, it, it was uninterrupted. Uh, uninterrupted. It's the same thing that happens that, that, that the shop is on. Yeah. So it, it's well shot, but it's literally in the vehicle on his way out of wherever it is. The SoFi, well. It was from the game because he right. was in the same outfit that's, he was wearing the, in the post game. Way, that's so baller. It's It was yeah, interesting. I'm going to start my podcast right now. Um, and he said this about, he was, I, I need to set this up a little bit. So he was talking about how the loss to Tampa was kind of a, a come to Jesus moment for everybody, where everybody basically said what's on their mind, that this is where we are. And he said it publicly about the offense not carrying their their water and everything else. And he also said that Sean McVay's tone in his speech was a little different. Going in the locker room today, seeing that vibe from a couple of the guys was, it, it, it was like one of those moments where it was like, damn, about time, like, about time, y'all gonna say something too. Like, that's how I felt in the locker room. Personally, for me, seeing some of those guys say something, even seeing Coach say something like that, not necessarily having, like, the same type of speech as he ha as he's had in other games. And that's, like, good stuff. That's that's good for football team. Okay, I, I think that's really interesting where he says, like, even Coach didn't come in and say the same stuff again. I think The same hurrah, blah, blah, blah. The same – look, the message needs to be different. I think it's Pat Riley that said, look, after 10 years or so, the me the message starts to get stale, no matter what, how powerful the message is. If 10 is it, a long 10's time. 10 is an eternity. 
It's an eternity. That happens in two years in most most. Especially if you're not winning. But Riley's point was even if we're going to the finals every year, which they basically were, after about 10 years, it's got to change up a little bit. I think McVay is not at the point where he's got to move on or anything like that, but just that loss was such a body blow. It was such a bad loss and in such a specific, obvious way where the offense just completely was awful. They lost because the offense was bad. The defense said, Jalen said something, that even McVay goes in there and rattles everybody's kids. Like, listen, it's it's over here. I think it can be productive. I think it can be one of those, all right, we, we know the problem. We got to do better because they're not getting new players. Mm-hmm. But as opposed to, you know, I got to put us in better positions. You know, we got yeah. to go back and look at the, the messaging is different, I think, is your last best chance. The messaging can't be the same. You Not every game's created equal. Your record is not five and three or your record's not six and two to where you can maybe kind of say the same you know we just had a bad day we had a bad game you know I, I, I kind of am falling more towards when the Jalen thing first happened I told you I said I don't like that Jalen publicly is calling out the squad go call out the squad I'm not saying don't go call them the offense is they had what did the offense do and what have they done all season long? You could, of course, continue to point the finger at the offense. I just didn't like that it was public. The more that I think a couple days have gone by and the way Jalen Ramsey, it's like, you know, sometimes it's good to, to air out. If, you, if you're holding something in and you don't say anything, it doesn't really change anything. Mm-hmm. They're in, I thought last week was desperation mode and they, were, and they lost that game. So to just act the same way as you would after your loss against the Cowboys or your loss against um, the 49ers or something like that, not not much is going to really change. Maybe this is kind of their last chance to see if can we wake this team up or not. I, I think that's it. It is. You're, we've tried to do it the way we've tried to do it. We've tried to do it by saying we got to execute better. We got to find different ways. I got to put guys in different positions. But, you know, beats one two three and four the same things he says after every loss and now i've tried it that way it's not working hmm. right there are no more well i'm going to take this guy out and put this guy in there there's nobody left mm-hmm. they, they have mm-hmm. what they have this is the team that you have it has to be a hey guys i don't know what to tell you other than we're getting our ass kicked over on this side of the ball and we have to do more than we're doing right now jalen's right we, we, you guys need to do better. I, I'm a part of you guys, by the way. I'm not mm-hmm. singling that. McVeigh is a part of the offense. We need to figure this thing out one way or the other. And just saying, we got to block it up better. Or we got to ch- make some changes. They cut two guys yesterday. They just basically boom, boom, right? And, and they hadn't been playing well. They were guys that are deep in the roster. But these are the things that you do right before you kind of say, all right, that's it. Because I gave you the path yesterday. I don't really buy it, but it does exist. If you're one of the players, you have to buy it. Otherwise, what are we coming to work for every day? I have to believe that we can win six of these last nine games. It's the only thing that I can hang my hat on. But everyone else is in desperation. Mode. So I, I think that actually, I think it wakes them up for this week. I think sure. it does. I think it wakes them up for this week. The question is going to be, does it wake them up for the rest of the season? I think it's too late. I, I don't think it does. I think there's, you know, you can have great speeches and everything else, but then you could also have just a lot of issues on the offensive side. You can also have a team that just doesn't look like they're clicking. You could have a team that's depending on one player for 75% on your offense. A hurrah speech is good, but it can only take you so far. I think it helps them this week. They're also playing a bad Arizona team. They're at home. They dominate Arizona. But do I think that's going to turn this into a three-game winning streak where they win in New Orleans and they win in KC? Probably not. You know what this is? This is the Laker game against the Pelicans last year. This is the, I think I know what this is. 
I'm 90% sure that I know what this is, but if this one goes the way that it can't go, then I'm 100% of the way there. Mm. That that was that was the game where, you know, you... That's a good way to put it. That, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I, I get it that there was this it's a wrap. one in a 20 chance yeah. for us to kind of navigate through here, but even the one in 20 is out the window at this point. I, I don't want it to happen. I want them to get back into this, but can I... I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a small piece of me that's oddly curious to see if this really goes in a bad direction. How they respond? How they respond? Yeah. yeah. That that. How does Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and in particular Sean McVay? How do you respond to your first ever bad season? They've had seasons that are unfulfilling. They missed the playoffs once before. Yeah really haven't had a bad season. What would the reaction to that be? It's also a good test for the front office. It's also a good test for ownership when you've had this much success and then you have the expectations that you're just going to, oh, no, they're going to be back. They'll be back in the playoffs. And then you just get hit in the face after a Super Bowl. I'm going to start to try to learn Japanese because Shohei Otani is throwing bombs in his native language. <laughs> He's saying stuff that's awesome. We'll go to the next. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Football season's underway, so now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with the promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How long were you in line last night? So they had um, really smart the way they did it. So I was probably in line maybe 15, 20 minutes. When did you go? I went about six, before six. So right when everybody's off work. Yeah. No, no. And when <laughs> like the heart You could have been there by 2.30 if you wanted to. No, no. I, I want to wait till the heart of it. I told you. I'm, it's America. So they had they had somebody going. You can uh, you could actually start the process on your phone. Oh, okay. So you're taking That's just the cool. same thing. You got the app. Bam! You or you uh, you scan it. So by the time I actually got to the polling station, my specific one, I was ready to submit. So it was actually really easy, really really quick. You did everything on your phone. As easy as putting it in your mailbox and lifting the red flag. No, <laughs> not as easy as that. So I I went to drop it off the other day. They actually had a lady standing by the box that was taking them and putting them like, yep. this feels like this could go wrong. I don't know if we're just living in a world where everybody's suspicious did of they everybody. Ask you? Did they say, hey, who did you vote for? And then your pot went to a different. <laughs> I, ro- I rolled down my window and she's like, oh, I can take that for you. I'm like, huh. 
This, like, and I literally st- sat in my car and watched her take it from my hand and put it in the slot. So unless she's a magician, I feel yep. like it went okay. <laughs> but maybe she had like some sleight of hand. There's technique. somebody on the other side of that <laughs> slot that <laughs> just takes it, opens, opens it up, <laughs> and nope, that, hell oh, no. that was not working. That was not <laughs> this working. This guy wants to do that? No way. This one goes straight in the shredder. <laughs> why not um all right that's good that's good that that's where our comfort level is <laughs> yeah, in this country hey what are you gonna do it's all look the climate's gonna get us before anything else so it's all good um shohei otani he's got i'm just trying to say this without making it too weird he's got a look to him that is incredibly engaging he's handsome he he's got a great smile He's he's big and he's mm-hmm. he's welcoming, right? He's unique to the league. Y- unique to the mm-hmm. league, and everything about him is like I like that yep. guy. Like, Stands the, out. There's nothing about him like eh. like there's just and it's totally unfair. But sometimes you look at somebody and go, no, I don't like him. Why? I don't know. I've never <laughs> spoken to him. I just don't like I don't like the shape of his face. Like Otani's the exact opposite. He seems warm and engaging and all these things. Dude's pretty ruthless. <laughs> like if you actually listen to what he says, it's very polite. But it's also incredibly cutting. We talked about, well, I want to win, right? And the the or else that he dropped at the end of the 2021 season. I'll leave it at that. Right? I'll leave it at that. That's what it was. Thank you. Um, this, were, this was something uh, in a Japanese newspaper when they were asking him about being traded. And yep. the quote is, if I were the GM or owner, I judged the timing to trade me for the greatest return was this year. He went on to say, if you take a long view of the team, I think there were many options to trade me. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. I read this as a threat. I really do. Mm-hmm. I read this like, dude, you you had a chance to get a lot for me and you missed it. And now the, there were many options to trade me, were past tense, mm-hmm. means that the present tense is I can blow this whole thing up. He can. All he has to do is say, if the let's just use it, the Dodgers want to trade him. He goes, look, I'm not signing with the Dodgers. Dodgers are going to offer far less than anybody else. Whoever was in on him, maybe said, I can't do the Juan Soto thing because I don't know if I'm going to sign him. He's got all the juice right now, and that he's just openly saying, hey man, you had your shot to get me, you know, to trade me for a king's ransom. You don't have it anymore. I love this guy more every time he opens his mouth. We see this um, in the NBA. Okay, this happens. Anthony Davis got traded to the Lakers. He could have got traded to the Celtics. He could have got traded to another team and kind of throughout the year. Now, I'm only going to go to this team. Otani, what I think makes it different is, um, first off, when you're saying, you know, you're right. He's a guy that's, he's smiling all the time. He's somebody that's so easy to root for him. What is he doing in the league? All this stuff, all that. But he's also a winner. And the guy is trying to make sure that he's not remembered as a player that, remember that dude 25 years ago? that came into Major League Baseball, and he's from Japan, and he mm. was able to hit X amount of home runs, and he had an ERA that was hanging with Garrett Cole and some of these other guys, right? Like, his Better numbers... than those guys. <laughs> it's, his numbers are so stupid, and he's saying to himself, I'm done by the time September ends, my season is over. July. There are not... By the way, there are not enough... There are not enough athletes that I think... This is... I'm going to use it more from a respect level. I respect how important winning is to him. Chad, you're going to make sure. all the money in the world, right? And He's going to get the money either way. Listen, listen, you said this over a year ago. You, The first thing you thought of when Otani oh, right. had his original comments was, damn, and Trout, I've never heard anything like that from Trout in 10 years like. from there. Yeah. There's this, 
I'm trying to win. And, and not too many players, I'm not saying that it's not a priority, but it's not everything to them. Let's just put it that way. For Otani, it sounds like, guys, I'm going to win somewhere. It's either going to be you guys figuring out how to change it here in Anaheim, which not nobody has confidence under the uh, current ownership. The best thing that could happen to the Angels is they do sell that team to an owner that has a track record of saying, I know how to win. Go look what I've done here or whatever the case is, right? Or... I'm just going to end up with a franchise that I have more confidence to go win in. And I could maybe be that missing piece. I, I'm with you. How do you look at Otani today and not like him even more than you liked him yesterday? Yeah. And there was no reason to not like him yesterday. No, that's what I said. Every time he talks, I'm like, yep, I, I, I'm, I'm with that guy. I, I'm with him. He, I want to go back to the Trout thing for a sec. I don't doubt that Mike Trout wants to win, that he wants to play in the playoffs, that he I wants agree. to go to the World Series, mm-hmm. and he wants to be looked at as something other than the best player of his generation that never played best, a meaningful never played game. a meaningful game right that that would be a terrible thing to have hanging around your neck right because look Charles Barkley we talked about yesterday Barkley Dan Marino yep. Dan Marino played in the Super Bowl Charles Barkley played in the finals they they went to the playoffs over and over and over they were in the mix more or less every year of their career baseball he hasn't even he's been in the mix once and they played 3 games and they lost them all i think he went 1 for 12 okay that's not even in the mix that's your done by the yep. middle of the season means Cronenworth has more at bats than all uh, of these guys right and than, basically everybody in the league sure um I get that he wants to but this is Otani not only wants to win he's not willing to continue to lose and I think that's the difference right Mike Trout wants to win but clearly he's comfortable continuing to lose or he would have demanded to get traded he could have put the entire organization on blast there are ways to get out of places if you don't want to yeah. be there anymore yep. even with believe me there'd be a market for Mike Trout yeah there'd be a way to, to do something there and or even even if you're I don't want to call it bluffing but even if you're just yeah I'm sick of losing I'm, yeah I, I, I don't exactly like just just kind of send at least the message to that organization now all of a sudden the fans are like guys we might lose a guy like trout because you you guys can't put together a competitive team put some kind of pressure on the organization the only thing worse than and i'll use you as an example with tony gwynn in san diego tony gwynn had what he played 20 years i'm going off and he played in the the world series twice yep. right in 84, 84 and, and 98 98 mm-hmm that was a lot of bad baseball between 84 and 98. A lot. Tony Gwynn was one of the most popular players. He'd hit 360 every year. People in San Diego worship Tony Gwynn. Still do. Yep. Um, but Tony Gwynn was just, he, he was okay with, I'll be down here. You know, maybe we'll be okay one year. Maybe we won't. And the people in San Diego love him. Maybe Mike Trout's comfortable in that role. That, that I'm the best player on this team in the history of the organization. Yeah. There's never been a better angel than Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Even Shohei Otani's mm-hmm. not that. And you know what? I, they're paying me $450 million. I'm, I'm okay if, with this if, on if some If you level. told Trout tomorrow, hey, you get to make it, you're going to be in two World Series. I think that's a different conversation. I think the fact that what you just mentioned about Tony Gwynn, you're right. There's a lot of losing years in between there. But they did get two? They got to two World yeah. Series. You know, if you told t- today, Trout, hey, in the final 10 years of your career, you're going to make to the World Series twice, you know how ecstatic you might be? I mean, you just probably be like, what? what? What do you mean? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what to do with that. If you want to make that comparison, which I get the comparison, Trout hasn't even 
sniff the playoffs. Three games, like you mentioned, he's out. I love that Otani keeps throwing. But Manazian said yesterday, we're not going to trade him during the offseason. You may want to reconsider because he's basically saying, because at least if, again, let's just use the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Just say the Yankees because the Yankees do big moves. If I called the Yankees and said, look, I can trade him to you right now. I need some, but at least you get him for a whole year. You're not going to have to take a shot with him near the deadline, and you're going to get him for a couple of months, and it may or may not work. You're going to at least get the – and if, by the way, if it's not working, you can flip him. Mm-hmm. You can send him to the Braves mm-hmm. or, or wherever it might be. That's why, you know, what's a – Never tell people what you're going to do. Well, th- this is why I think both sides of it – when the Nationals traded Soto to the Padres, it was you get three playoff chances with Soto. Mm-hmm. That was the idea. Isn't that what he's kind of saying? Like, you had more leverage last year that, than this that's year. That's kind of the conversation, right? The Nationals are like, okay, hey, we know we're giving him up, but we're probably going to get the most we can possibly get because Soto's going to be with the Padres for X amount of years rather than X amount of months, which is what usually happens at a deadline. He's gone. He's gone. And, New, and I, I, now it's where does he go? I, I think it's the... What a weird position. Because he's, new ownership, new ownership. Would you not be shocked if he stayed? Like literally no, shocked. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't be shocked. You wouldn't? I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. What, what's the scenario to get him to stay? Oh, wait, you're saying past this yes. year? Yes, yes, yes. I thought you year. meant trading him. No, no, no. I'm saying that he's an angel in 2024 and beyond. Yeah, that'd be surprising. Shocking, right? I mean, because dude wants to. He's saying, I, I don't like how you guys the, roll. The Hail Mary you have that you've mentioned. If I got somebody that bought this team and is saying, do you know what I've done up? Go look at the Bay Area. Go look at the Golden State Warriors. Go look at the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I'm not telling you it's going to happen tomorrow, but what I'm telling you is that's what I'm trying to build here. I, and my response, it has to be that. If I'm Otani, I respect what you've built. You're I know late. That, I know <laughs> you that you know how to do years basketball. Ago. I don't know if you know how to do baseball, sure. and I'm 30 years old, and i got to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. I love you. I'm sure it's going to work out for you. I know Atlanta's good. I know the Dodgers are good. I know the Yankees are good. I know the Astros are good. I can I can go to sure. one of these teams, and there is no, well, I think you'll get it figured out. I don't have enough time for you to figure it out. My timeline is much shorter than your timeline. Factor Cap, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, just letting you know, I'm not going to attempt to do my New Jersey, uh, my New Jersey, New Yorker very accent for the entirety of this. Uh, very, cap. very disappointed. So I'm uh, just going to have to deal with that today. Um, we'll so, get it out of you. <laughs> so um, this morning, I was uh, printing off some stuff in the bullpen, and I was looking across the, um, you know, this little courtyard between 
LA Live in Staples Center, and I saw a man, <laughs> I think, attempting to do a TikTok dance. So he was like putting his phone up on one of the poles and then like stabilizing it and then doing a dance and sure. then stopping it and then yep. restarting it. So it was it was really fun for me to observe uh, while printing things off. So. Uh, I'm putting this scenario in front of you now. So, if someone you knew, you were out with your your good friend, not a not your partner, said, "Hey, wait one second, let me film a TikTok," you would walk <laughs> away and pretend you don't know them. Travis Factor Cap. One thousand percent, yes. That one one thousand percent fact. I would get as far away from them. I would let as much time as as humanly possible pass before I reconnect with that person, and then we would have a conversation reevaluating our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that that it's fine if you want to do it, but you can't do it near me. It's like smoking. Or in public, yeah. It's like smoking. Like if you want to smoke, I can't prevent you from giving yourself lung cancer sleep, but I can't prevent you from doing it around me. I can choose to walk away. And that's how I look at a TikTok dance. It's TikTok like a pack of Marlboros. <laughs> I'm not interested in being around that. All right, this is Cap for me. I'd be so confused, have no idea what's going on, <laughs> that I actually would become very curious of how the whole thing works. <laughs> I want to see what you're doing. I want to see why you're putting it up. How long is the video going to be? How many takes does it take? I would have some curiosity because I'm so clueless when it comes to TikTok. It has to be about Shania Twain. Taylor? <laughs> this is cat for me, too. I've never seen anybody, none of my friends have ever done this, so I would, I'd be uh, very surprised. But I think I might actually help them out just to get it over with quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold that camera for yeah. you. So no, you're not doing it right. I'll do it. <laughs> One time uh, when I was, and uh, it was like, July 4th, 2020, I was at my friend's place in uh, Chatham, Mass, which is like on the on Cape Cod, and we had nothing else to do, so my friend tried to get us to do <laughs> to learn how to do a TikTok dance, and then the people in the house next to us, after we finished the TikTok dance, started clapping for us, and I was like, oh no, people were awesome. watching us, this That's is awesome. uh, not Bravo. great. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> like, oh no. Alright, so uh, this is actually from... Uh, <laughs> was it Waltham? What was it? It's in Chatham. Chatham. I yeah. would have gone to Providence. <laughs> So DeAndre told me about this uh, earlier. So he had uh, he said he had the best athletic feat of his life. He Ooh, dunked yesterday in oh. his men's league game. Nice. So I'm putting this on to you guys. Dunking should not be allowed in a rec league game. Alan, factor cap. Oh, incredibly cap. If you can dunk. I don't care what the hell you're doing. I don't care if there are I don't care if there's a 7-year-old in front of you. I'm bashing <laughs> over the 7-year-old and I'm staring him I'm staring him down. If you can dunk in a rec league game, absolutely dunk. Okay, I have a, a quick follow-up question for this before I give you my answer. I need to know the level of basketball DeAndre played in prior to going into his working life. Did he play high school basketball? Did he play college basketball? Did he play overseas? Like I need to know where the the peak of his athletic He's coming in. career uh went. So uh, John, okay. hop on Emily's mic real quick. Did did you play basketball so, in high so school? So I I did play collegiately. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> then I have my answer. We're done. Okay. So here here's here's yeah. why and you're playing with other collegiate players? Uh I'm gonna lie to you. They're kind of on the older side. Okay. Yeah, no, then that's not cool. <laughs> no, you got it, bro. You got to show them. Hold I, on, it's I my like turn. That. I like it's my that. turn. Do you remember the basketball game that we played out here in the in the same little spot that Emily was watching the TikTok yeah. dance? Celebrity game. Corey Maggette was in the game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Corey Maggette dunked on my head. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's an NBA player. I'm no, a I'm fat staring radio at you. Host. Yep. I'm staring you okay? down. Okay. So that he played collegiately, dunking on the equivalent of a Travis. 
I don't. I, it's like if you were a high school player and you hadn't dunked since high school, yeah, hell yeah, go you and step and over. Did you step over whoever you dunked on? But dunking on, uh, I kind of had. Like, did you I'd Sean like Kemp Westbrook where you mark. like point at him like that? Dunking on me should not make you feel good. Dunking on Corey McGetty should make you feel good. Dunking on other college players should make you feel good. Okay, there was a quick little side story. So probably six, seven years ago, I was playing in a league at the athletic club. Okay, and all of a sudden. You know, there's one specific team. This guy's like, yeah, you know, yeah, that guy played in the Drew League over the weekend. I'm like, why is he here? Yeah, exactly. There was another guy that played same in thing. Europe. Another guy played in Europe. It's the same thing. They were dunking all over the place. That's- and and what I said to myself, I was like, hey, they could dunk. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but they're if dunking that on too. Alan Sliwa. <laughs> I fouled a couple times. I fouled a couple times in the air. I'm like, well, you're not dunking on me. If they dunked on DeAndre, cool. DeAndre deserves to be dunked on. DeAndre, I'm going to tell you something. Because he dunked on other people. If you can dunk, you dunk anywhere. Like I said, if it's a seven-year-old, you dunk on the playground. It doesn't matter what it is. You dunk, you can dunk. I'm going to say this to you. One college athlete to another, you should know better than that. You, you, you should. Me going out and striking out an eight-year-old is not an accomplishment. Me striking Do out thing, a guy bro. that played minor league baseball—that is an accomplishment. Do your thing. Uh, okay, one. I'm cap on this, so I'm conflicted though. So there's one situation where you shouldn't dunk. If if it's one of those rims that's attached to the ceiling, you know what I mean, or if it's a rim that could bend easily, and you're you know just going to mess it up for everybody else. Like during the pandemic. Oh no, you could jack up a rim very easy. Yeah, during the pandemic, there mm-hmm. was. Uh, they took down all the rims in all the parks. Yep, anywhere. Mm-hmm. But there was a church. That was um, a good idea. Within, there was a church with lids on the baskets nearby. Exactly. Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah. But there was a church nearby that didn't do that. Like they had a little basketball court in the back. But there was this guy that would come and practice his dunking on it every day. And <laughs> so it just, he just, it just demolished the rim. The rim. Yeah, yeah just you can't bent do the that. rim down. Yeah, you can't do that. Bad guy, DeAndre. No, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this one was kind of also took inspired. down rims. <laughs> Lame. Uh, so there's this. There is this uh, page on Instagram where it's called Siblings Are Dating. It's, it's always a picture of a couple or a pair of siblings that look so similar oh. you have to swipe and you have to guess whether they are siblings or they're dating. So I told Carlo about this and he's like, actually, my aunt and my uncle keep on telling us, me and my wife, to get a 23andMe test because they look very similar. You so- should have told him about that before the wedding. <laughs> I think I think one did It'd right. Be too late now, uh, right? They're married. Right. Yeah, now I'm not getting that test. I don't want to know. No. I don't want to know. So it's weird when couples look too much alike. Taylor, factor cap. Yeah, why does this happen in in old age too? It happens with pets too. I think it's weird. Yeah, they start looking like each other. Travis? No, I'm a, it, look, as long as they're actually not, I'm okay with it. Look, I, I think we're all on some level. Um, Attracted to us. P- pleased with ourselves, right? We like us some us, right? So if I find somebody, that, by the way, a woman that looks like me, that's not a great deal. <laughs> but, but the idea of <laughs> if you are, like, there are some men that would make pretty women and vice versa, right? So I kind of get that, but yeah, it's not particularly weird. Just don't take the test. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cap on this one. I mean, you know, people are going to be attracted to whatever. Trying to visualize to. you with long hair. <laughs> Didn't we have? <laughs> yeah, what we was did. the app? Yeah, there was an app, and you looked. It, it looked like Alan with a wig. Yeah, it of did course not it look did. like a woman. <laughs> of course it did. Uh, I go cap on this one. Somebody said I look like <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, that's not bad. It was pre, it was pre beard. I didn't it's have my beard. Better or worse than Jack Nicholson in the uh, as good as it gets. Oh, Melissa McCarthy's ten times better. <laughs> ten times better. Okay, so uh, I was I watched a clip from uh, Patrick Pavley's podcast, and he talked about how he has a. You know, a list, like a bad list that he has people that he puts on it. Like an know. enemies list? Yeah, and he remembers it, essentially. It's like so. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> you have a physical list in which you uh, keep people who are on your bad side. Travis, set your cap. I don't need one. I, I'll never forget. <laughs> I don't need to write it down. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's ingrained. No, the, the, the answer to your question is cap because I don't have a physical list written down, but I know who I hate. It's a long list. It's alphabetized <laughs> by, by crime. By crime against Travis. Yeah. yeah, I got a list. It's just not written down. All right, Al? Cap, don't have a list. And if I have somebody, it's not good to hold on to grudges. It's not good to, you can remember things. You but, just made the list. <laughs> but it's not good to hold it on. So I'm going to say cap on this one. Definitely don't have an actual list. Taylor? Yeah, cap too. I'm, I'm in Slee's boat. Try not to hang on to it too long. Bitterness is just going to, you know. How be- are you going to get even? <laughs> <laughs> just be successful. Be more successful than them. Yeah, but I want them to know it. I want <laughs> Next one. With the feel bad. That's you just right. write a song about them like Taylor Swift, and it's then not, you get not, it all out. <laughs> it's not enough for me to feel good. I need you to feel bad. Right. That's what I need. I need both extremes. That's Which what I Which is why you like Taylor Swift. She hold on, holds on to grudges I'll for t- 25 years. I'll take your word for um, it. All right. So this morning, I... Um, <laughs> So do you guys know that movie Happy Feet? Do you remember at all that movie existing? That was the Penguin movie? Penguins, yeah. yeah penguins yeah. and tap dancing. There's actually really good music, good singers, good actors that are voicing characters in this movie. But I, I loved it as a kid. And I watched a TikTok this morning breaking down kind of the things I didn't get when I watched it as a kid. Like it's all about co- climate change. It's all about like religion and like all these weird things. I'm like, oh, wow. I, this completely went over my head as a kid. So there's a movie that you didn't totally get as a kid that you completely get now. Travis, Dr. Cap. Christmas Story. Fact. The, the Christmas mm-hmm. Story, when you see it as a kid, is about the toy. It's about the pursuit of the thing that's going to make your Christmas. And then when you watch that movie as an adult, Christmas is a totally different experience as a kid to when you have your own children. Mm. Christmas is awful as an adult. It's just, it is a, a list of chores that you need to execute to make sure that your children have a wonderful time. And that's your job as a parent. But yeah, so Christmas story, you look at it through the eyes of the dad. You just want the turkey. You want your leg lamp. You want your things that it's not about the toys. That's the one for me. I don't know if I have one as a example, but anytime you go back and watch any of those kids, the movies when I was a kid, watching them now, it is like, what is going on here? How was I? And it could be as simple as The Lion King, right? Lion King, I watched it as a kid, watch it as an adult. I'm like, wait a minute. How is that possible that Mufasa goes? I'm like, Mufasa can't go. Guys, Mufasa can't go. But it's like little <laughs> things like that, little scenes where it kind of reminds you of it, but nothing really nothing really big on that one. Taylor? Uh, I think A Bug's Life. So it's like a critique of colonialism. It's a critique of... Uh, I don't know. It's just like an us versus them anarchy, almost in a way. If you look, if you watch it today, wow, some bug like anarchy. Like b- <laughs> that kind of brought it down to a really so. That movie. actually it makes me want to go right watch it time. again. I want to know what you saw. Yeah, you should watch yeah, it. I want to get back into today. it. Do a lot of people die at the end? <laughs> Disney Plus. The bug Bugs goes life. into the light. He like they they keep on going to the light and they kill, keep killing themselves. You know? Do they bring a can of Raid into the beehive? <laughs> like, it's all over. This is I want to see. Well, you got to watch how tonight. it unravels. Absolutely. All right, the Clippers and the Lakers again tonight. Um, 
neither team doing what they were hoping to do. The Clippers a little bit better, but are the Lakers actually as a core? Do mm-hmm. you more interested in that core or the Clipper core? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I did something that I don't think I've ever done before on the Trav and Sliwa show. What'd you do? I went in and argued with DeAndre about a factor cap topic after <laughs> after the segment. That's funny. Ended. I walked by and said, dunk on all those kids, bro. That's so funny. I didn't know that. I, came I didn't back. know you said what you said. When I came back from the men's room, I stuck my head in there. I said, dude, you should know better. How, what are you doing? Wayne got water, walked around before I walked in. I was like, dunk on all them, bro. Nah, no, you got to come on, man. You got it. You got to find your level. You got it. You got it. You got to compete against the people that are of like minds, that are of like abilities. No, because it's not true. Because it's the same as like you ever see when Kobe used to talk or Magic used to talk and they're competitive and everything. And they would even say like they'd have those camps uh-huh. and it'd be like, yeah, I wasn't going to lose. So yeah, I blocked that <laughs> six year old to make sure that I won that game. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Those guys are crazy people. <laughs> they're wired a different way. That's how our man is wired back there. <laughs> I guess so. He's trying to get W's. I, I like, but okay. So real, real quick question. You can come in and, and just tell Emily or come into the studio, DeAndre, either way. You said they were kind of old. I'm now I'm curious as to what his definition of old is because he's young. He's like, mm-hmm in his 20s so that'd be like 35 <laughs> yeah something I think like that so. what was grab a seat deandre what uh what was your old? How, how old are you i'm 24 okay. 24 so where, what where is old you, where did you play college basketball i played collegially uh at, at two jucos i played at orange coast college okay and i played back home at college of the desert yeah that's real basketball <laughs> against real other players <laughs> yeah. so who are the old guys that you were humiliating so the team that we were playing against <laughs> yesterday they're i mean they had like a couple older dudes but like half the team is kind of around my age i mean and what uh, what is old to you in basketball over 30 over uh, i would say like over 35 would okay. you okay let's get let's get to the crux of the matter you and I are playing against each other. <laughs> are you dunking on my head? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean if there's, <laughs> if there's a fast break coming right and you get in the way. Exactly. I'm yeah, 50 gotta, years old, yep. and, the, and the last time I played competitive basketball, Doesn't matter. I was a junior Why in high school. Why are you on the school. floor then? Get <laughs> at, off the court. At, at Arcadia High School. I did make the varsity in my defense, okay? But I'm 27 years older than you are. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna are you just gonna do it and run the other way? You're gonna make me feel a certain well, way. Let about him know. It. Let see, him know when you do it. See, like you know how the game goes. I mean, the way it was going. I mean, I was getting fouled the whole time, and I was looking at the ref like, look, these dudes like they're not playing real defense. Like, like can you watch it? And he just let the game go on. I'm I'm a guy I like contact. You know, I mean, I'm physical. So second half came, and I remember just catching at the top of the key. And I ball faked, and then the dude just sitting the lane in the just opened the up. Lane just opened up, and then someone told me I'm gonna make a statement. So I remember just going up, and I like you know kind of cocked the back a little bit. I dunked on the dude, 
And then I haven't had a moment like that in a while, and I kind of like, you know. Do when like was the last time you dunked on somebody? In a collegiate have, game? No, I haven't actually physically dunked on anyone. I had like a couple of dunks here and there, but that was like my first like actual contact. But that's dunk. on the ref right there. He yeah. tried being nice, <laughs> went to the nice. ref, said, listen, I'm getting hit. <laughs> and either you're going to do something about it, or I'm going to do something about that's it. Right and you did something about, something about it. Didn't talk afterwards, just flex. Of course they didn't. Went, went on about the rest of the game. What's left to say? Did did. You're kind of talking me into your position because I pictured it being you against a bunch of me's. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, you can't do that. I'm picturing Corey Maggette dunked on me and looked at me like I was, I, I don't know, yeah. an NBA Sean player. Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston. I'm like, dude, I'm a fat guy that talks on the radio. You didn't actually accomplish anything. I, I, I did not really have an opinion on Corey Maggette before. I respect him so much more now that he chirped at you after he so, dunked on you. Th- th- so we're, the game ends, right? And uh, what's his, his real name is uh, Jerry Ferrara. He played Turtle in Entourage. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He, he and I had met each other a couple of times before when I worked for Jim. He came in and, and guest hosted a couple. So we aren't friends or anything like that, but we were Know each other, yeah. And we're, we're back in here. We come back up to the building, change our, out of our uniforms, back in our He looks at me and goes, dude, what was up with McGetty? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, does he know who we are? Like, what, he's in the NBA. What, what is he doing right now? It always kind of stuck. I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty good point. That Corey McGetty dunking on Turtle was odd. I was hoping that Corey McGetty in that game was picking up full court, too. He's kind of like Ow. stomping his hands on the ground, playing defense, trying to get a W. He McGetty's was, trying to get a W. He was playing hard. Like for real, it was. It was. That sounds kind of funny. It was. He was competing against somebody. You know what? Travis Rogers and Marcellus Wiley. Can I tell you what happened? Don't say Travis Rogers and Marcellus Wiley. Say Travis Rogers. Here's why. And the Cam brothers. No, here's why. Say that Marcellus and I were teammates, and we, we, we when he was in, I was out, and vice versa, and we basically did hockey shifts. We didn't wait for the clock to stop. He'd just look at me and go, "All right, come on in," and I'd run on, and he'd run off. We didn't even wait for a whistle. Do you know why this happened, with Corey McGetty? Refs weren't calling fouls. Refs got to call fouls, simple bro. Simple as that. He simple was getting he was getting fouled. I mean, there's moments I played in leagues and like 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 random G League players came in. I'm like, dude, what are you playing in the league in Irvine right now for? Okay, but that's the same thing. There, you are the G League player in this situation. You are the guy that has ability and skills and youth and all of the things that us old washed up guys don't have. Now I'm swinging you over to my side. You are the G League guy in this situation. That's awesome. Congratulations on your dunk against old people. I love it. Don't. Every time you have a story like that, come tell us. I want to know more about it. Give me more details, too, when you dunk on somebody. You should know better. I I, I, I like DeAndre, That's but on I, the ref. I, I like him a little bit less than I did yesterday. It's on the ref right there. Just a little bit. Yeah. You got you to gotta know your lane. All right. Let me uh, throw this in here. Stat Hero of the Day is brought to you by Stat Hero. So I, I'm looking at lineups right now, Trev, and you can kind of pick and choose on this one. This is a tough one. If you want to go and play one of these, it's Anthony Davis – or actually, it's Paul George and LeBron James. Can you find two players between the Lakers and the Clippers that you want to go up against Paul George and LeBron James? If you don't like that lineup, don't play it. Don't pick Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> don't 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 play it if you don't like that lineup. So I, I look at those. I look at specific lineups that are local. Obviously, you can do that on StatHero.com. Get your free money too. Put that promo code seven ten in. They're going to match you dollar for dollar, a one hundred percent deposit match. Uh, it's fun. It's easy. It's a great way to dip your Maybe toe. AD and Russ. In the daily fantasy waters. Maybe that's what it's I got to go with. Great way to do it. All right, look for local market lineups. StatHero app. Filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at StatHero.com. 
Enter that promo code. Get that 100% deposit match. Stat Hero winning isn't a fantasy. James writes, the real question is, are you drawing the charge or getting out of the way? I am 1,000% getting out of DeAndre's way. If, if he ball fakes and I'm yeah. the last guy between him and the rim, he can have it. I don't know if I know how to properly charge. <laughs> like, I understand how it works. I understand the just, just plant stand feet, straight man. up. I get that. But you my just get feet, run over. <laughs> no, I understand all of that. I don't think my body understands how to just stand there when somebody's coming at you. Your brain would be, he's a lot bigger. He's coming really fast. I should probably move. The, that lizard part of the yeah. brain that we all have, that yeah. fight or flight, yep. that's not the time to fight. You know what my move that's would be? Time to run. My move is I kind of go to the side, but then I slap the living crap out of your hands, and it's a two free throws. I thought you were going to say you are going to cut his <laughs> it's feet. A two shots. As he goes in the air. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're not dunking on me. What is this, UFC? <laughs> just saying, look, if, if somebody's going to try to dunk, on a radio host and saying, well, if that's how we're going to do it, then we're going to play dirty. Plan B. <laughs> exactly. Plan B. Plan B. I'm still impressed that he could still throw it down after uh, being out of the game for a little bit. I'm that's not pretty surprised. impressive. I'm not surprised, but I'm impressed. He looks like he can throw it down. Yeah, but 24, you're out of school for what, a couple years at that point, typically? Yeah, but that's still super young. These guys are dunk until they're 30. He'll be dunk until he's 30. Not a chance. Oh, yeah. Not a chance. So one of my best friends in college was on the UCSB basketball team. And no, they, they were 30. They were pretty good. Some of these guys, yeah. I know that some guys can, mm -hmm. but if you don't continue to play and play like at a really high level, by the time he that was, part, 20, you're right. he was yeah, you're not 27, playing. this guy was a high flyer. He could do all – Mike Myers was he was awesome, right? Really good player. And I ran into him at a UCSB game. I'm like, you're still playing? He goes, a little bit of pickup. He goes, it's so embarrassing. I tried to – he has, I think, three girls. He goes, I tried to dunk in front of my girls. I almost killed myself. I, I stopped the front of the rim. His legs come swinging out underneath I don't know him. when he tried it last, but I would definitely try when nobody – but he's there first before I try in yeah, front of the fan. Little audition mode. Little audition mode. All right, Lakers and Clippers coming up tonight at Crypto.com. PG and Kawhi or AD and LeBron? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.